Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which the three of us, Lucy Bella Earl, I, Luke Cupforth, and our special guest... Broadcaster and journalist Benjamin Cook bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at educating Josh. Back to the normal format. Ben, how are you feeling about being in the studio? I'm just delighted to be asked at last. <laughs> Thanks for that the warm introduction. <laughs> like Bro- broadcaster? I've yeah. never been called a broadcaster before. You've been on telly, though. I've been on, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go, broadcaster. broadcaster. Oh, well, thanks. I feel like you've brought in a pro. <laughs> you, I have. You're calling in you're the, going down the reserves. You definitely haven't, I can assure you. So last week we had a switched round episode where Josh asked our questions. For the episode, he asked me, hypothetically speaking, is it okay if the Queen banned meat and cars in the UK? And our audience said 24% yes, 67% no. Josh, how do you feel? I feel like I, I've... That would be my no would be my default response normally on the podcast, and I saw one one response to the tweet that was like I would have one hundred percent have said yes normally, but after twenty three weeks of listening to Josh, I'm a hard no. Alex said on Twitter, "If we continue doing things the way we are, the Earth's climate will be destabilized just before I turn thirty. Twelve years is not a long time. We have to try and do our best to change the planet. I think it's fine to massively reduce our meat consumption." Yeah. Yeah. I agree, but I don't yeah. agree that force is the reason. It's, I don't think it's hard. You can look at an animal dying and go, yes or no. That's it. That's Or oh, yum. You're yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yum. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Well, anyway, let's move on, please. Lucy, you received the second story of the week last week. How did your poll perform? Yes, I was asked whether it's more important to A, remember the lives lost during the war, or B, protest war itself. 29% thought it was more important to remember lives lost and 48% thought it was more important to protest war. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. I didn't I... think it would fall that way. I mean, I think I fall more in what Lucy said in that there's a combination of the both and there's different kinds of wars. Well, that's 23%. Which well, is 23%. So other yeah. was almost as much as, as A, as remember the lives lost during that the war. That was a strong other. I think if you combine the two, it's 52% against 48 if you combine Remember the Live Lost with Other, which is people, I think, that were all going with the first one, really, 
it, it kind of I think it's more split than those poll results and we all know suggest. that 5248 is actually just 48 <laughs> isn't it okay um, Jack on Twitter actually agreed with you there Josh and he said both mourn the losses and also protest the war that made them happen there's a reason we protest and it's because we lost so many lives I agree with him go Jack that's very sad okay so James was asked last week the third question of the week Ben could you please read the results for that yes uh, with a lot being said about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson splitting up is it okay to speak your mind about a friend's relationship and 63% of people said yes it is to 22% saying no what do you think Ben do you think it's okay well there's a time and a place you know <laughs> read a room <laughs> yeah. I mean I think that's kind of what we said but yeah. no one seems to have listened to us so you know well, well Ruth, done, Ruth on Twitter she has something to say uh, as someone who works in relationships education it's important for people to be aware of the early warning signs of abusive relationships not only for themselves but for their friends too and to know how to approach that subject with their friends before it goes too far I love that we have somebody who works in a relationships education listening to our podcast that's so helpful well, thank you yes. so much, Ruth. That's keep brilliant. On, keep on guiding us, Ruth. This All is right. dangerous waters. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to move on to the first story of the week, and that is Ben's story. So uh, my story comes from the Daily Mail. So I had to read the Daily Mail this morning. So thanks for that. The headline is <laughs> Co-op Store Bans Children from Local Comprehensive While Allowing In Pupils from the Private School Nearby. Here are the three things you need to know. A co-op shop has been criticised for banning pupils from a local comprehensive school but allowing in students from a nearly £31,000 a year private school. A sign in the window warns that only two Ralph Allen pupils, that's the comprehensive school, only two Ralph Allen pupils pupils at a time are allowed to enter the store in Bath. Secondly, a co-op spokesman said, I'm not going to do the voice, the store was intending to manage the numbers of children who enter a very small store. It was never the intention to cause offence and we're sorry that it has not been handled as well as it should have been. However, thirdly, the shop is one mile away from the state secondary school and only half a mile away from independent school Prior Park College. The store manager of the co-op said the decision to put up the sign had been, I quote, made for the right reasons. So, question to you, Josh, is, is it okay for shops to differentiate between comprehensive and private students? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. I think unless that school had been specifically caught cheating multiple times, then this is disgusting. Like, it's literally out of order do you not think like everyone should be innocent until proven guilty okay interesting so i agree with you josh does everyone else agree with josh does anyone disagree with josh i do to an extent you did okay interesting go ahead well i just find it difficult that they're 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 not making a comment on what's actually happened yes um, See now, what I, for anyone who doesn't know, what, yes. my, what the assumption is, I think, and this is this has not been said by the newspaper explicitly. It's not been said by the co-op explicitly. Yeah. So this is very much my opinion from my experience of going to school. Is that school kids thieve a lot? School kids well, walk into yeah, they, yeah they, school kids shoplift all the time. Like I, I think I probably did a couple of times. I don't know. Um, I, I stole a little toy train when I was four. I can remember that. I have that age-old story of my mum taking me back to the shop yeah, to give it back yeah, and same, apologize. Same. I stole a flake. Yeah. 
<laughs> Amazing. Okay. So the assumption that's happening here is school kids thieve. And because they don't have money for sweets, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. not been given money for sweets. I need to oh, They're not working. <laughs> and and the th- all their parents haven't given them it. And the £31,000 a year private school kids probably do have a bit of money. And so... I get I get that. I get that. But I don't agree with this, by the way. What's but. interesting... No, no, no. I understand. We have to have something to talk about and discuss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is interesting, though, is that we are assuming that. Yes. So are we the ones assuming that? And well, that's making us wrong. Because I, they have said... It's been made for the right reasons, so potentially there are some there's some stuff that they don't but want sure, to disclose. Surely the question is, you either have to ban all kids from your supermarket or no kids. Well, unless the you thing that they aren't disclosing against, unless yeah. the stuff that they aren't disclosing is that that school had repeatedly offended but that then, store by stealing. Then you, then you disclose that. Why? Well, they don't have to disclose that they've got otherwise actually otherwise this happens why, I mean, why right. do they no wait because why do they have to disclose that they've gone this has gone up to someone that we've talked about and we've discussed this we know that our reasons are right unless someone takes it further or actual law gets involved they don't have to disclose anything to the press. Yes, but they, they're not allowed to discriminate based on an assumption. And that assumption is basically a social economics assumption. If, if we're assuming what the, well, that's what they've done. Yeah. And, and Ben is right in that if they, if they are saying that's not what they've done, then what they should have is the sign that was up on my nearby school shop, which was only two school kids at a time. Exactly. Not specifically yeah. this well, one school. Why? Because, Unless that one school had repeatedly well, offended. what you're doing is you're doing, you're, that's essentially a form of, of generalization. It's the same thing as going, well, a black kid's more likely to steal because black kids on average are poorer in the model, in the society we it live in. It's pretty much no, they no Irish, no black, no gays, isn't it? Not really, because they haven't banned them. They've not said no. They've just said, look, there's a maximum of two of you. You've repeatedly um, and it's also yeah, why what's not interesting. apply those same standards to all kids? Because then why should the other school who are acting correctly and aren't but aren't misbehaving then also be limited? Well, why should, in should, the kids? Why should all the kids in the that, school who haven't stolen? Also because yeah. that, that, that is how society works. Soci- all everything in society has to be. Um, uh, every sign that you read, every law, is for the people who are, are stupidest or most likely to break the law. Everything has to be... Well, at what point do you stop catering for the lowest common denominator in stupidity? Because that's what's literally holding wow. us back at the moment. <laughs> Blimey. Also, look, it's... it's <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Ben. <laughs> it, is the, it is the co-op. I don't think the co-op can be fussy about which customers they either let in or, or, or otherwise. Like, no well, one I mean, has... they can. They're a business. Nobody, they can like. nobody has ever, yeah. ever, ever shopped in a co-op by choice <laughs> have you uh, Josh have you ever been well, have you ever been the car, boy choice. well bringing it back to this I think that if, if we just look at it from a small business point of view because I know it's a big chain but in isn't it a franchise I think yes I think no, I don't know actually I just said yes there are managers they have goals they have to achieve things yeah they're not going to want I'm not supporting this decision at all, but yeah. they're not going to want to ban all children and only have one at a time because that seriously limits the amount that would be spent around the you know, end of school time. Mm-hmm. But they want to cut their losses. And so I understand why they did it. I don't think they should have done it. I think, I think that is what I was meaning by they have made the decision and they have stated that this decision was made for the right reasons so i'm assuming they have some sort of justification in terms of i think like, generalizing is- all the kids and on that side of things the co-op isn't isn't your you know your right to free speech it's not your you know this isn't a fundamental given it's thing like that you have access it's it's a- to a point no that's not entirely true is it if you're offering a service to the public 
there, there are certain laws in you place that mean you shouldn't be discriminating it's, against. It's and this is, I mean, this is discriminating on, on the basis of, of class. It, really. And cl- it's clothes. It's, if you're in this but uniform, you can't parents, come in. You're assuming class. You can't say If your parents can afford to send you to this school, If you've then, got hole in your, holes in your jeans, you're not allowed in this shop, or you have to come in one at a time, that, wouldn't, that just wouldn't float. I mean, and that's J- what they're doing. Josh is right. Yeah, in, they're, they're, not ex- they're not explicitly saying that. We have assumed that. You're assuming so we can't, it. we can't imply that onto the co-op. Yeah. However... There is no other theory that really works in this situation, especially given the fact that the, 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 the free school, the school that you don't pay for, is actually further away. So it's not even like this was the, the nearest school. Now, I think you're right. I mean, generalization of, of a school kid is fine, in my opinion, because school kids thieve and that's all right. Generalization of, of specifically a type of school is classism, or a specific school is yeah. classism. Yeah, but that's, you're also assuming that that's what they're doing. If it wasn't a co-op, for example, it was a local shop, I owned it, I was selling something, and this specific school, after numerous letters, kept stealing, kept stealing, I'm going to put up a sign that says I want to be able to well, control that, regardless of... of then you have to apply to exact all kids. Example. If you're yeah, a co-op... Those kids, like you said, cater for the lowest common kids. denominator. The kids that did steal have ruined it for the other ones. Sure. Oh, no, absolutely. But that's not what this co-op... Sorry, co-op by, that exact, by what you've exactly just said, if, for example, as I'm sure there are areas in the UK, there was a, a, an issue where if a specific type of kid was doing most of the stealing... Can you ban them from that, from that shop? Because can you ban all of the kids of that, of that group? Because it is a group. A school is a group. A race is a group. Can you ban them? But just because some of those, it's more likely statistically that that kid, that, that kid's going to steal. Is that okay? No. Is it, is it, are, we, are, are we making this, just because it's a school, does that make it any different to it being a race or it being a gender? Like men are more likely to steal. Should we just make a limit on how many or men? Even, even as an extension of that, imagine if you did it to the parents. Imagine if yeah, when I they think, went I into think it does. It eventually their, it gets down to a point. You know, their weekly big shop, they were asked whether they ever went to a state school or a private school. Yeah, no, of you course, can... of course. I do think there are some things that should be protected. Uh, race, gender, things like that, that absolutely you should not be able to discriminate on. Some things you have to discriminate against. Some things you have to go by the stats and the facts. That person, that shop owner, again, it's, it's different. I'm less... Um, romantic about it because it's a co-op it's a big burly business with a cold front and it's not exactly the most glamorous as you pointed out it's all made of plastic as it is it's all made of plastic plasticine Um, and so I think yeah there are certain things you absolutely cannot discriminate discrimination though stats figures some things do exist and at this level I think that shop owner is very much in their right if that school was stealing to say sorry because he's not or she or he or she is not outright banning it they're going because of the amount this school has done they're only two but at a time. they're not saying that. If, I, I'd actually have less of a problem with it if they'd put that on the sign. I mean, sure, a clunkier sign, but you, then you wouldn't be running into this issue. Like, well, it's, it's one saying of these, it's only one of these... two Ralph Allen pupils at a time. Yeah, but so it's they're singling not banning out the school. It. It's singling what, what out the maybe school. Maybe singling really. it out you... is what... Yes, okay. That, that, I mean, that... It's one of those news stories where I kind of go... Call, like, out, call out culture. In I'm, that. So, in, I'm in, sort in... of bemused on two levels. I'm bemused that they'd particularly think that, but I... Or... That they would feel that they wanted to discriminate in that way, but then yeah. I'm bemused on the other level that they kind of went ahead and wrote that sign. Like yeah. it's one thing to think yeah. it, one thing to maybe talk to your colleagues like yeah. out the back on your lunch break, but at some point somebody will have written that sign. No one went up and went, maybe maybe you shouldn't do that. Of course it's going to end up in but the, that's what in I the mean, Daily so. Mail because people are going to be upset. All right, so Josh, at the start of this episode, you said this. I think unless that school had been specifically caught cheating multiple times, then this is disgusting. Like it's literally out of order do you not think like everyone should be innocent until proven guilty 
I think I do still agree with my original statement in that unless they have a very, very specific reason, like the one that I just mentioned when we were chatting about it, then this is kind of out of order. But we don't know what their reasons were. So it's all kind of theoretical, I can suppose. Can we get him on the phone? Can we get him on the... Can we can ask? We ring the co-op? Oh, we could ring them on, live on the air. No, let's not or We do could that. have them as guests. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you can no, let us know what you think. Too, let us know what you think. Would you be seen dead in a co-op? <laughs> <laughs> not on, now. Not Twitch. now. Benjamin. Oh, wow. The privilege is real. You can let us guys. know what you think over on Twitter and our polls at Educating Josh. It is time for the second story of the week, and that is Lucy's story. So my headline comes from the BBC. Wakefield's Pinderfield's hospital smokers shamed via loudspeaker. Here are the three things that you need to know, Josh. People who ignore no smoking signs by the doors of a Wakefield hospital are being shamed through a loudspeaker. Staff, visitors and patients can press a button which activates the pre-recorded messages which are then played through a speaker outside Pinderfield's hospital. The action comes after a no-smoking policy was introduced in March across all hospital sites run by the Mid-Yorkshire Hospital's NHS Trust. However, pro-smoking group Forrest has said that the announcements are Orwellian. One smoker outside the hospital said, I know smoking's bad for you, but when you're in hospital, it does, re- it does relieve a lot of stress. So I'm just going to play for you an example of this message. Excuse me, do you think you could put out your cigarette? Oh! Someone's nanny, granddad, mummy or daddy is having their cancer treatment today. Thank you. Yes, that was an example of one of them. So my question for you is, should we shame people into making healthier life choices? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Yes! (laughs) Absolutely, that poor girl! Her nanny! Oh no! No, let's be serious. I'm not really that bothered. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, absolutely. They're outside a bloody hospital. Stop smoking. Like, I'm going to shame anyone that does that. I think is my response to that, guys. Sorry, bit blunt, but that's just kind of out of order, isn't it? All right then. So, does anyone disagree with Josh? I disagree with Josh. Do you? <laughs> yeah, well, yes and I mean, no. I don't disagree with Josh on the idea that they're outside a hospital. What the, I mean, what the message doesn't say is that, can you put out your cigarette? You're not allowed to smoke here. That's what it should say. Yeah, I mean, that's what I... That's the first thing I don't understand. Like, it, there's, it's by a no smoking sign. The message should be, put it out or we'll arrest you. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what the message should be. And actually, they're not even ashamed. Like, they're... They're being nice and polite and going, look, we appreciate that this is a stressful time and that you want a cigarette. Just go away. Go away. In that voice as well, like a little Victorian no. girl stuck down a well. <laughs> no, they're implying oh, that the girl is, you know, sad because she's been affected by something to do with lung lung cancer. She or died a hundred years ago. <laughs> I just think they're guilt tripping people into not smoking. Absolutely, here. they the shouldn't I, be smoking there. Good. The part yeah. I don't disagree—I do disagree with Josh on—is that I don't think shaming works. Um, I think we talked about this in the past oh, about uh, shaming. What, really, well, no, it's been Absolutely. clinically proven not to work. But like, what if you if By you like who? if you like fat shames? Like, okay, Ben. When is uh, have you ever? And if if you have, then fantastic. This is going to be great. But have you ever had like a vice or a thing that you do wrong, and somebody in your life just continually makes you feel like crap for it? Yes. And you go. Yeah. I mean, smoking and you. But you still smoke sometimes, Josh. Very, very, very rarely, and I'd still smoke if it wasn't for you. 
Right, okay, well, I'm oh. great. Also, like, not a lot of, oh. a lot of, okay, well, a lot of charities <laughs> based on shaming people into donating, a lot of, like, drink driving, all those ads, that's based on shaming. The culture around something like drink driving is absolutely based on not just kind of it's against the law, but also it's shameful to do it. I like, d- if you catch your mates doing it, like, you'd be embarrassed in front of your mates. It's, shame is, is... Oh, I love a bit of shame. It's almost like going, look, guys, here's why this is a law. I think it's more respectful. It's going, this is one of many reasons. Yeah, I mean, the girl's a little bit much and, you know, whatever. But it's like going, here's one of the reasons why this isn't allowed. And and wanting you to... They're trying to educate you instead of just going, no, you've done something wrong. I think they are taking into an account. You're probably there as well for not a very nice reason. You're stressed. You could have found out all sorts of things. You could have a loved... Per, a loved one in the hospital and it's kind of a way of going look you're not the only person here this could affect a lot of people around you and there are okay. every hospital has a smoking area so it's not so much about pointing out people it's not about shaming people into not smoking i add in their life choice it's more about going you should be ashamed you're being selfish yeah and that's a very different thing i guess because that's not about healthier life choice that's just about being not selfish yeah and i guess it's Imagine, okay, what this may be relieving, which is a staff member having to go outside, go up to a person that's out there smoking that may or may not have just been through something horrendous, and that could create a conflict. Mm. So that person's there going, I'm going to have a bloody cigarette. You're not going to tell me not this has just happened to me. And that scenario, that encounter must be horrendous on the staff member, on the person that's smoking. This is maybe a good way of doing it. And and rather than have to confront them, you can hit a little button. It doesn't have to be a staff member. It can be a member of the public. Mm. Um, So what would you think about a smoking booth that had like signs all over it like an enclosed one saying these people are going to die early would that be okay um so the reason i said that shaming doesn't work is because in the past on this podcast whilst talking about a story to do with um obesity we came to the conclusion that we think shaming doesn't work now you guys did okay well we did josh didn't i did some research into shaming and there was actually a study where they looked into whether prisoners reformed themselves based on whether they were shamed for what they had done and at first it looked to them when they looked at their data it looked like shame actually didn't do anything and and it's just about um and at first it actually looked like shame didn't do anything but when they looked at the data more closely they actually found out that shame did work if the prisoner or if the person in in society blamed themselves for their capable of feeling shame well yes exactly what they've done and so what that sort of seemed was a lot of prisoners would blame other people so like say for example in this situation you go um i'm a smoker and i'm blaming everyone else yeah but if you actually own up to your own issue and go i'm the one causing this problem then you will actually change your behavior so it's more about you've got to have a bit of guilt there already already yes but that isn't that kind of obvious Shame's not going to work unless the person feels the shame. Yeah, I mean, yes, if, but, if, that also, like, certain, but that also to a certain but that also to a certain extent yeah. means that shame doesn't work anyway because the person has shame already, and so they they know? will change. Yeah, but you need to it trigger only it. Works you need to trigger it. Yeah, that's what I mean. But that's obvious, isn't it? Like you have to respond to the shame; otherwise, it's not going to. Shame means that you feel ashamed for what you've done. If you don't, if you think it's justified, then shaming you is going to be like, well, no, I don't feel like that because this is my reason or this is the person that actually did it so I mean, it's sort of yeah. appe- it's appealing to people's better nature they do they do they do a thing at, like I go to Glastonbury most years 
I'm part of the, the uh, Glastonbury. Have like, it's, did it's, you get tickets this year? I did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and it's it's held on a farm, and it's like a working farm for the rest of the year. So they need to protect the land. And one of the things that they really discourage people from doing is is like pissing all over the like like the grass or up against like the bushes and the trees and things. So what they've been doing over the last two or three years is they have like groups of like bands of people who go around wearing like fluorescent jackets and with like horns and bells and things. And if they mm. see someone urinating, they make a fuss. Like they they call them out through like loudspeakers and stuff, and uh, it works. I that agree must be awful because yeah. once you've don't, started, it's really yeah. hard to stop the flow. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, yeah. do it then. Oh, but you're sort of uh, doing it through humour, I suppose. It's it's. How many times have you peed at Glastonbury? I never pee at Glastonbury or poop. I hold, hold it in. I hold it all in till I can Who be somewhere pees at clean. Glastonbury? <laughs> That's such a weird. I, don't, I wouldn't do that at all. I think um, the issue here, just going back to the story though, is why can't people follow simple rules? Don't smoke <laughs> there, so don't smoke there, and then there will be no need for shaming. I mean, I, I kind of, I do understand it. It's near the door. Imagine you just found out that you're. you're Go to the car one. park next door. Yeah, I mean, I've, that's, I've that's, been that's in two or very... three hospitals. You never have to walk more than five minutes to not be in a hospital anymore. Uh, yeah, okay. And and that, in our current status right now, as we're sat here with a very full mind and able to think about things straight, is easy. Yeah, if you just found out your daughter had died and you're a smoker and you're storming out of a hospital to have what relieves your stress, you, uh, however much you judge and that... You, you have done the you, right thing by going outside. You've gone outside. Like, there's a social like, etiquette that go outside to smoke. And, and you who, who the hell gives a... F- who cares about some stupid sign outside a hospital when you're just about to explode? Like, so for those people, do you think it's okay that they then get shamed? They're already feeling terrible. Well, this is why I think they've probably, it sounds like a group of people have got together to think about this a lot. <laughs> Only because of the device of the button. It's so just it so is passive interesting. aggressive. <laughs> it is. Someone, someone it's like that message in a house just thought chat. it'd be a really good idea to have a button. Like, just a fun idea yeah. to have. It's just or, or am I completely wrong and a robot is the only way to make it undiscriminatory that detects smoke? Because then what, it's like taking the motion out of it. Detector. It's a smoke detector that's outside that activates every time someone idea. smokes. Like Josh, I think you've just invented the smoke alarm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, it's the... S- Josh, at the start of this episode, at the start of this story, sorry, you had this to say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They're outside a bloody hospital. Stop smoking. Like, I'm going to shame anyone that does that, I think, is my response. How do you feel? Ooh. Oh, I don't like myself. <laughs> Yeah. How do you feel about the story, yes. though? Yes. You can be a YouTuber now. <laughs> Just a general. I can be a YouTuber now. Um, uh, yeah, I think I generalised too much in that response, and there's different things to take into account, and I think we did a good job of of talking about it. Also, right. I've been educated, because I didn't know until you read out the thing, that there's a pro-smoking group. Yes. Actually, that was something. Genuinely called, <laughs> for, of all names as well, Forest. What do you, what do you need uh, for smoking? Or fire. Let's call it Forest. You may as well call it embers well, or, no, no, or because, smoke no they're pro forest because smokers breathe out a lot and the forest saves you know makes air well, that's like the worst name, isn't it? So maybe they, it was named by some really ironic uh, smoker. I don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes. No, I do like... The, the, uh, no, I was going to like to, There's such things as to, like, to, the tobacco... Like, to, I don't know. I'm not a smoker. I don't know if I'm bad at it. But there's like lobbyists, aren't there? But a pro-smoking group. Like, what do they do? It's weird Except because... for like quotes for this. Well, if you are a member of Forest, please get in touch. And if you would like to tell us what you think about this story, please go and answer in our polls on Twitter at Educating Josh. It is time for the last story of the week. That's my story. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, so my story comes this week from The Independent, and it is that budget airline's decision not to remove a racially abusive man from flight sparks outrage. Of course it does. Here are the three things you need of course, to know. We wouldn't have a podcast if it didn't, Luke. That's true. Here are the three things you need to know. Customers have threatened to boycott Ryanair after airline staff failed to remove a racially abusive man from a flight. Footage of a white man calling a woman an ugly black bastard on the flight from Barcelona to London Stansted has sparked outrage and has been shared tens of thousands of times on Facebook. The row apparently broke out after the woman was unable to move out of her aisle seat quickly enough to let the man sit down in his window seat. The video shows the man shouting at the woman to move seats while her daughter tells him her mother is disabled. He replies, I don't care whether she's fucking fucking disabled or not. If I tell her to get out, she gets out. The budget airline tweeted on Sunday that it was aware of the video and reported the incident to Essex Police. It added, As this is now a police matter, we cannot comment further. However, many are asking why the man was not removed from the flight before takeoff after his racist tirade. My question for you, Josh, is, should a company be responsible for its customers' actions? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. I don't think a company should be responsible for its customers actions um in general there may be specific examples where they absolutely have to because they're taking on a position of authority or kind of responsibility for for safety etc which actually in this case they are so in this specific case yes because you're contained in a box the man is obviously aggressive he should never have been allowed to continue on that flight that was a roller coaster. You yeah, change, you changed uh, your mind. I mean, genuinely, around when, about the thirteen-second mark. <laughs> yep, were, I'm impressed. I, I am not allowed to know the stories. <laughs> I have to do this very quickly. Um, yeah, so I mean, to elaborate a little bit, I think n- not in general. No, like if a customer walks into Pret and is super aggressive and then walks out, it's it's that's you know Pret shouldn't be responsible for that. They should still do the the kind of what ask you him would to leave Pratt. Ask him to leave, not get physically involved with the man, however, and then call the police. So, as far as I'm uh, aware, that kind of racial, physical abuse this is quite physical by the sounds of it. 
is illegal. It's a hate crime. It's, yes. It, well, it's not just a hate crime. It's, well, it's, it's a racial, racially charged hate crime. Which, like, legally. for me, is, yeah. a, is, is abuse. Like, it's tantamount to abuse, anyway. Um, maybe they, not legally. They, they can't be held responsible for his actions. They can't be held responsible for it, but, but they, they be... should be held responsible for the fact that they allowed that flight to take yeah, off exactly. and subjected that plane's passengers to that man for a continued duration of time where they're locked in a box. So I suppose what I'm asking here is... So he's on a Ryanair flight, right? Yeah. The, the, the flight can't take off until he uh, something's sorted out yeah and so are they do they have a responsibility to sort out that issue that's so, what i mean yeah I no i so basically there's there's do you remember the story we we're talking about was the was the, the girl who protested. the girl who protested was she taken off the plane uh yes she was right so that's a positive story and she was taken off the fact that this man hasn't been he was a negative off. thing and wasn't taken It's a negative off. thing that's actually breaking the law. I mean, she broke the law and she was taken off. They did exactly what they should have done. In this case, they haven't. He should have yeah. been removed. In her case, there's a moral dilemma there where you're debating think, whether she had the right to do that. She had the right, but there's this very specific law. I she think got anyone removed. who disrupts a flight needs to be removed because it infects everyone. It slows everything down. It just it shouldn't be tolerated because you have no idea if they're that angry at the beginning. What are they going to be like mid-flight? It could. It's just not safe. Yeah, I mean, getting a little bit frustrated. I, you know, maybe people should be trained or made aware of what can happen if someone's a little bit grumpy. Fine, but this is a man that clearly does not care I mean, about. Should, I think he. Should, when I first saw like the video and heard this story, I just thought he should have been chucked straight off the flight. Exactly. Yeah. Don't Absolutely. worry about his bags. He he loses that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to sort of delay the fight any I mean, further as soon as he's he's used that kind of vile language. I mean, I think that. that Ignore the black. The question. They they can't be responsible for his actions, but everything that happens immediately afterwards, afterwards. absolutely, they're responsible for her 100%. safety. Mm. She's kind of been overlooked a bit in this story. To yeah. make this even and worse, by the way, um, they the Ryanair yeah. staff actually asked the woman to move. She asked the woman to move seats. Well, to and then they are the guys they to calm on, down. Then they are on video. But they're diffusing the situation, aren't they? Was, well, was I she think in that's his what seat? They're trying to do, seat? but what what it appears to be? No, 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 no. She he just couldn't get to his seat in order to get. In order for her, for she's he in the middle seat. Yes. She needs. He yes. needs to go past. She's disabled. So but then they different. are then seen asking the man, "Are you all right, sir? Is everything all right?" And I really like. There's five percent of me like that has a little bit of sympathy for the for the sort of the the, the, the air stewards. Yeah. In that instance, because I guess most of us, and actually the two people dealing with this were both white. They probably wouldn't have been used to that kind to hearing that kind of language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sometimes you just freeze and you panic and you kind of go, "I just want to get the, the he, flight off." And but he's a big guy as probably, well. Like, he probably scared them as well. Well, Perhaps, but like the other ninety-five percent of me thinks, if you, you're supposed to be, if like if you, if you're an air steward, you're supposed to be able to deal with that kind of you know emergency situations and stress. And they were on the ground. They hadn't. I don't they think weren't air the air they should have been able culture, to call. Though, does it? If you, you think you about the culture that surrounds an air notify someone so they can call nine nine nine, get the police on board, it and should, get him off. That should be. And I, I think in America. This is done very well, I believe. That's why that as soon as you're aggressive, as yeah. soon as oh. you're, I think it was Germany. Even if you're not aggressive, somewhere. they drag you off. Yeah, I mean, you can do a very little thing in America and they're just like off the plane now, which I kind of agree with that kind of policing yeah, of it. Um, I mean, take away the racial slur, you know, just language alone. If you're prepared, that kind of psyche you know, of a person to stand up and shout at a disabled person to move faster and then call them a bastard you're not fit to be on a plane with that amount of people. If anything went wrong and there was a high-stress environment created, 
he's going to get someone hurt. Is it worth adding that um, the the Ryanair sort of still, I don't think, have issued any kind of apology. All they've said on the matter is it is now with Essex Police. Well, Ryan, and yeah. a- Ryanair are also dealing with another scandal where they um, left some some of their uh, crew in oh, in yeah. another country without hotels after they got stranded. So Ryanair are having a horrible, horrible week. And they don't get paid. They don't get paid don't any care. overtime. I don't care if Ryanair are having a oh, horrible I'm, week. I'm not defending Ryanair. No. <laughs> well, everyone's I mean, talking about boycotting them at the moment, but I, I will I mean, only Ryanair believe should that. be boycotted anyway. That's one of the worst experiences on a plane yeah, I've ever had. People still use the them. They're Ryan, all on Ryanair the way to are the co-op of, of flight yeah. services. I'm and hospitals. Like, I really like the co-op. You guys are being very mean to the co-op. Do you also like Ryanair? All right, so Josh, at the start of this story, you said this. Companies should be responsible for its customers' actions um, in general. There may be specific examples where they absolutely have to because they're taking on a position of authority or kind of responsibility for, for safety, etc. Which actually, in this case, they are so... In this specific case, yes, because you're contained in a box. The man is obviously aggressive. He should never have been allowed to continue on that flight. All right, well, Jekyll and Hyde. You're right. You're right, Ben. That was a roller coaster. Josh, how do you feel about that? I, I agree with what I said, and I, 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 yeah, I do think that it was an act of aggression. It was very obvious what needed to happen, and as soon as that happened, the law was broken. There was a very obvious kind of route it needed to be taken down. So, and in this specific case, I, Ryanair have gone for profit over. Or it looks like, on the outside, they've gone, well, we don't want to refund all these flights, we don't want to delay people, we don't want delay charges, we don't want all of this. So they broke the law by not removing him, I assume. Do you know what I mean? Like this... They should have done Sounds what you obvious. did during that answer and just change their mind mid-flight. <laughs> yes. They're, well, basically, We're going to take you off the flight, but you're going to be 10,000 feet up. Yeah, well, we, oh, no. But you get I to don't... use the inflatable slide. <laughs> no, so if it was me doing it, I would be removing the disabled woman, throwing her off, and just as I was about to throw her, I'd be like, oh, no, no wait. No, no, <laughs> and go back Stop. and get the guy. Stop talking. Okay, well, you can let us know what you think over on Twitter and our polls at Educating Josh. Unfortunately, you do have to have one opinion and not several. (laughs) (laughs) It is time for the quickfire round. Piers Morgan has mocked Daniel Craig for carrying a baby in a papoose. Do you think it is emasculating for a father to carry their child on their chest? I think Piers Morgan is emasculating. (laughs) Dyson has chosen Singapore for its new electric car plant. Is it okay that someone who championed Brexit has chosen this option? (laughs) No, but I think it makes sense. (laughs) Fair enough. Former Deputy Prime Minister Nick Clegg was last week announced as the new Vice President of Global Affairs and Communications at Facebook. Is it good for politics and technology to merge? in this way. I think it's a really bad move for Facebook to hire the most forgettable man in the world as a person working on social media. I love Nick Clegg. Very forgettable, though. And Ben, the good news story of the week? The good news story of the week is a 16-year-old has defeated a seven-time world champion to become king of the classic video game Tetris. He won $1,000 and a Tetris-shaped trophy. Oh, that's so exciting. I actually watched that live. Did you really? Yeah, I did. It was the most intense thing I have ever seen. The live stream had four of them, like, competing, playing, like, classic Tetris. Honestly, I was so... It was nerve-wracking. It was worse than Brexit. Which one's Tetris? The one where the little blocks Oh, the little bits have got to fit together. Oh, yeah. I'm a simple person. I'm a simple... Lucy, do you have a joke of the week this week? Did you hear about the guy who tried to grab a handful of fog? No. He missed. Oh! oh. oh. And Lucy won't be joining us next week. You're She's not leaving. even needed. <laughs> 
Well right, done. Cool. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh with our lovely guest, Benjamin Cook. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Educating Josh, where there'll be polls and content from each of today's topics, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. And please, please, please send in more questions for next week's quick fire round. We love reading through them, and we love putting you in the podcast. We do. Please go subscribe, and most importantly, leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Let us know what you think of the show. This has been Educating Josh, a Studio 71 production. We'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Say oh, bye. just me on my say, own. Say All right, then. Bye, I'm guys. off to the co-op. I'm off to the co-op. <laughs> Does anyone want anything from the co-op? Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.